Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here and for listening, for reading, and uh, whatever way you are engaging with what we're doing. I got a lot of feedback and engagement yesterday, so thank you to all of you for choosing to take part in this, for listening to this one, for listening to yesterday's. Uh, It means a lot to me that you would participate in this. So, let's get right down to it. What is the Enneagram? So the Enneagram, at its simplest, is a personality profiling system. Uh, It's similar to Myers-Briggs, but in my mind, the end goal is a lot different. Uh, I think that Myers-Briggs is great and helpful, and everyone should take it. I, myself, am an INFP or an INFJ, depending on, I don't know, what I had for lunch. Uh, It kind of fluctuates between those two. Uh, But Myers-Briggs is really good at telling you who you are and what your strengths are. What it doesn't do, that the Enneagram does do that I really appreciate, is it does not offer you a path forward. So if Myers-Briggs is really interested in who you are, Enneagram is much more interested in telling you who your false self is. So what are the strategies that we're using to cover up our insecurities, cover up our fears, Uh, push our desires and project our desires onto other people? What are the false ways that we have set up our lives to get those things and to, to, to talk through some of that stuff? And the Enneagram offers us a path back towards our authentic self. So I was introduced to the Enneagram by some friends, and in the last couple years, it's become really popular among uh, hipster Christians. And hipster Christians has been my uh, scene for at least 10 years. Uh, So I also got really into it, really involved and really interested in the Enneagram and what it does. So let's talk a little bit about the history. I love history and I like words and I like looking at those kinds of things. So let's talk about those and, and move on from there. So Ennea means nine and gram means shape. So Enneagram is a nine pointed shape. If you imagine what it looks like, it's an irregular star Uh, with each point representing one of the nine personality types. Nine is at the top and rotating clockwise um, until you get back to eight and all the way around. So that's what it looks like. And the history of it is, uh, it's kind of, uh, controversial is not the right word, but it's debated. Um, We know that it's old. We don't know how old it is. The Catholic Church traces its origins back to the Desert Fathers, who were a group who fled Rome uh, once Constantine made Christianity the official religion. And so they left the empire and they started to practice their their faith in these small fringe communities. Uh, And the Catholic Church sometimes um, purports this idea that the Desert Fathers came up with the Enneagram and were using it way, 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 way back then. Uh, it's a really fun idea, and it would be really cool if we had, like, any evidence to, to point to that being true. But we don't have a lot. It's it's pretty pretty sparse as far as whether or not that story is true. There's some evidence to lend to that, but not a whole lot. There's also some evidence that it was developed by Sufi Muslims around the same time period. The truth is we just don't. No, we don't know where it came from. We don't know who developed it, but we do know that it's been being used for a long time. It's been being used for hundreds of years. We can find traces of its use going going way, way back. Uh, It's specifically been used a lot by spiritual directors. If you're not familiar with what spiritual direction is, it is a practice that has fallen out of um, favor in, in a lot of Christian churches, but it was you would you would take on a spiritual director, and so you would go and you would sit with this individual, and they would talk to you, and they would ask you questions, 
you would talk back with them, and they would sort of listen to God on your behalf or, or give you some sort of direction um, spiritually on how to improve your, your spirituality, your relationship with, with God, or just moving forward and improving your relationships with individuals, with people, uh, just making your life a healthier, more complete, and better uh, thing. And so there's evidence that uh, spiritual directors for hundreds of years have been using the Enneagram. And the way that they would use this is they would ask questions of their client. I'm going to call him client. I don't know if you call him client in an actual spiritual direction setting, but that's what I'm going to say. They would sit with the client and talk to them and ask them questions and and prompt them to talk about things, certain desires, fears, uh, motivations, and and the director would begin to, to paint a picture in their mind of this person's personality type. And they would land on one of these nine possible personalities. And then they would begin to sort of change the way that they approached this person, change the way that they directed this person to reflect that uh, Enneagram type. And they would not tell their client they were doing this. It wasn't really all that important that they told them, you're a six or you're a nine. What was important was that they, they knew the information, they knew about that personality type, and they could use that to push the individual to become better, to become better people, better um better Christians in that context, uh, but just closer to God and and closer to achieving whatever goals it was that that individual was after. So there is a precedent for the Enneagram, not only being a tool for self-discovery, which it is, and it's great for that. There's plenty of resources on that, but there's precedent for it being used as a tool to intelligently lead others, to explore and empower other people. So what I'm interested in and what Nine Leaders is in, interested in is helping people who lead people empower those people to, to grow and to be all that they can be. So think with me for a minute. If you are able to sit with your staff and you know this person is a, a seven or a five or a three or a two or, or whatever it is, you are, are able to then push them. And, and interact with them and motivate them in ways that are going to be really, really effective for them. And then as a leader, you're going to push them into being better versions of themselves. And if you push them into being better versions of themselves, you are making them better for their family, you're making them better for their community, but at the end of the day, you're making them better for your organization, better for your company, and that's going to help you to achieve your your bottom line better. Wouldn't it be great if your staff functioned at a really high level, at a really relationally healthy level, and all of them were growing into better versions of themselves? And that is what I am interested in using the Enneagram for. So it's a super basic overview of what the Enneagram is, what it looks like, how we can start using it. Tomorrow, we're going to discuss how to find your type, because if we first can find your type and nail that down, it'll be a lot easier for you in the future to nail down and figure out the types of the people that you are leading. So thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow.